everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome. I am here today with Lindsay Rainwater, who along with her husband, Corey, and I'm excited to talk about this part as a couple manifested $10,000 in Manifest 10K, the online program. And then we're also going to talk about Lindsay's experience in uh, attending Manifest 10K Live and what happened after that. So welcome, Lindsay. Thank you. So I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you. I always love talking with you and connecting with you. Um, I know how awesome you are, but tell everybody what you do, who you are. Uh, just give us the, the who you are speech. Who I am speech. We're still working on the who I am speech, but um, <laughs> I call myself the spiritual grenadier and a higher self integration expert because my main focus is helping women who feel that they have more inside them than is actually coming out to bring that out by meeting with their higher self. And it's um, something I noticed is very similar to when you talk about your future self. Mm -hmm. It's it's pretty similar and I just take them on journeys to go deep inside themselves and discover who they really are, what their interests truly are, how they truly feel and bring that person to the surface. And this really got kicked off because I was looking for that. I feel like I spent most of my life like, who the hell am I? And you know, what am I doing? And so I accidentally actually had a meditation where I met my higher self face to face in this really cool setting in my mind and realized, you know, she's right there. She's kind of living inside us and just outside of us. And she's so easy to reach. And as soon as you kind of touch base with her, all of a sudden you stop worrying so much and you stop worrying so much what people think. And um, being in touch with her just makes it so much easier to become the person who you really want to be. And whether that's more confident or more assertive or just more free in your expression of self and things like that. So I really work on women on bringing that higher self into their life, um, a lot of the time using baby steps so that they can kind of build her presence as well as use her to explore their own spiritual gifts if they have any. And most women really do. Um, but yeah, I do call myself the spiritual grenadier because um, Corey one day mentioned that I have a tendency to, as he put it, toss grenades. <laughs> you know, I give people wake-up calls that they're not always, that's, that wasn't quite what they were expecting. So, um, and kind of teach people to do the same thing for themselves, to um, really be confident in, in tapping into what their higher self and their spirit guides in the universe is trying to tell them no matter how in the moment uncomfortable it might be. So that is my focus in what I bring to the world. Awesome. Was that the first, uh, when you, when you figured that out, was that the first start of your business or did you already have a business? 
No, I already had a business and it's been through quite a few iterations. Um, when I first tried to go into business for myself, it was something totally unrelated. I just realized I could not survive in the retail or corporate world. Um, but I've been doing um, like channeled readings for quite some time and it was more focused on helping people try to connect with those spirit guides and that crew as I call them. So when I met my higher self, it just suddenly became obvious, like, this is really important. Like, your higher self is a linchpin to basically your whole life. It's, you know, it affects every aspect of your life and especially the spiritual aspect. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So uh, you joined Manifest 10K online, right? Yes. What was your experience with money before you joined the course? Money and manifesting. My experience with money was rocky on and off. Um, I remember, excuse me, growing up was kind of, <laughs> normally we had plenty of money. You know, we, we did really well. We had a nice house. We went to Disneyland like multiple times a year. That was a, a thing that we did. And we lived in Las Vegas which doesn't always seem like it like factors in, but I really think it does because at the same time we had lots of money and we were very comfortable. I was also, um, I realized fairly recently that I was surrounded by Vice City and what people did with their money in that city kind of always made me question the integrity of money. <laughs> like, is money really a good thing when people just like go and fritter it away in casinos and things like that. And you know, I'm not judging people's hobbies, but it was a city full of, of vice and addiction. And that was kind of one of those things like, I think that that factored into my money story, that money is dangerous. And um, so then as an adult, we were actually doing pretty good for ourselves. We bought our first house um, when we were in our very early 20s. And thought we were doing really, really good. And then the crash in 2008 basically just swept the feet out from under my entire family because we were all in the construction industry. And that kind of, um, to a degree, solidified in my mind that money is fickle and dangerous and you can't depend on it. And like, if you have it and you're not like excruciatingly careful with it, it'll just get ripped away from you in one way or another. So. Um, that was kind of my unfortunate <laughs> experience with money that it was not always there for me when I needed it. And someone actually asked me one day about like, if money was a person, what would it be? Who would it be? And I pictured this kind of sleazy guy who like, like a snake oil salesman it tells you one thing and then like screws you over in the, in the process. Um, so yeah, it was like, and like the title yeah, was Rocky, I, I, right? Like if you yeah, it's the money this, story. It was Rocky. Yeah, because like you know you need it and you know you want it, but at the same time you don't trust it. Yeah, yeah, very cool. And then so you obviously knew about manifesting. You've been able to do things like magic. Um, so what was your experience with money and manifesting money? having money show up in your life, especially since you had that story. 
Um, it was kind of funny that I did have some experiences with manifesting before I met you that were very obvious, like I, I brought that in. Mm-hmm. I have <laughs> an amazing knack of manifesting food. Um, food is like one of my things that if my, um, the word has escaped me, the refrigerator, wow, (laughs) (laughs) baby brain, Um, if the refrigerator starts looking kind of empty, I start getting very stressed, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and the same thing with like our chest freezer, because, you know, we live in the country, and we're used to raising our own cows, and normally we have like a freezer full of whatever we raised that year, and um, I did notice that every time I started getting twitchy about money, inevitably like either our friends would invite us over for a big dinner or one time uh, we were really thin um, and this was after Brom was born this is like one of the last times I can remember being really thin was um, not long after he was born and we were outside and all of a sudden the neighbor lady across the fence (laughs) um, was suddenly like (laughs) do you guys want this all this food because her they'd like celebrating like her kids soccer tournament or something and we ended up with like beans and rice and tamales and like some kind of chicken soup and like just being like handed over the fence to us yeah (laughs) it was like like, what just happened so um and there were a few other things but for the most part yeah, I did. I actually didn't even realize I was manifesting that mm-hmm. until I think I talked to you. Like I could look back and go, "Oh, I, I, okay, now I know what was going on." But um, yeah, I think I did. I did have this um, this story that like getting things is hard. Mm. Yeah, getting things or get or and getting money too. Yes, like you had to you had to bust your ass for it. And like, and that was another thing. Um, my dad's career, you know, he was a career cop Mm -hmm. and he was well paid for it, but that kind of put it in my head that like getting good money is dangerous. Mm, Like if you want, if you want a safe job, you're not going to get paid well. And so there was also that in the back of my mind as well. So, but yeah, it just seemed like in, you know, once I hit adult years, it was like getting things was always a struggle. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter what. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So there was basically, and I, I love that you bring up the story of your dad. Cause I was just, uh, I was recording something the other day and I was talking about this. Like we get our money stories from birth, right? We mm-hmm. start making them up in our head before we know what we're doing before we could even stop it if we wanted to. Right. Cause that's where a lot of my original money story came from was watching my dad and how much he worked. And so very similar. It wasn't necessarily dangerous, but it was, you had to work a lot and a lot and a lot if you were going to have money. Um, so cool. Awesome. So what, um, so there was like, you weren't really successful manifesting money prior to, you could manifest like that basic need, that food, right? Right. But money wasn't, wasn't your skill set, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, um, why did you actually join Manifest 10K? You might have actually joined when it was money, money, money the first time. Uh, no, I think, it, I think it was Manifest 10K. It might have been like the first round of when it was Manifest 10K. Awesome. Um, 
I am trying to remember what exactly brought that on. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of it. (laughs) I'm guessing it might've been, I think you said something or I read something once that you wanted to learn. You could do the things, right? You knew you could, you had this power to bring certain things into your life, but manifesting wasn't something that you knew how to do. Yeah. And it was just, again, it was kind of a universal funny thing because I had like accidentally met Angela Loria and then started kind of meeting her people. And that was how I ended up meeting you. And yeah, it was just one of those things that like just came across my Facebook feed one day and I'm like, I would like $10,000. That would be awesome. Um, Because at the time we were still it was, it was very much paycheck to paycheck. We were not, we were surviving, but we were not getting ahead. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with a, a new baby in the picture, it, you know, we were pretty comfortable. We weren't wanting for anything, but at the same time, it was like, we are not going to get the lifestyle that we want and be able to give him the lifestyle that we want to give him on this kind of a, on this kind of a budget. Mm-hmm. And at the time, Corey's work was very, um, it was kind of goofy. It was like feast or famine because the guys he worked with were a little not on top of the ball and making sure everybody had what they needed. So it was like he would have one week that was like almost 50 hours and then the next week would be like 20 hours. <laughs> and it was like, okay, we can't, we can't do this, people. Um, and the paychecks would sometimes get delayed by like two weeks. So then we're paying late fees on our rent and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, there's gotta be a better way <laughs> to live. Right. And so when I saw the manifest 10 K program come up, it was just like, it was kind of a whole lot of what do I have to lose? Yeah. You know, nothing, I have nothing to lose. Um, so that was, that was when I, exactly. I knew I, I knew manifesting was a thing. I knew manifesting is a very powerful principle. And it was like, why not learn how to do it almost systematically and, and bring this good stuff into my life? So, yeah, it was just such an attractive, <laughs> an attractive <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah, right? And it's awesome. So tell us, um, tell us what happened. So um, I think one of the first big things you manifested was the grill, right? Yes. <laughs> it was still a thing, but tell us the story because I think it's a big stepping stone because it wasn't just like a, you know, $5 grill. Yeah. Um, I, I did notice as, we, as I was going through Manifest 10K, like I loved the work, but I did still have that kind of resistance to the money aspect because of the story that I had about what, what money was and how it worked. And so, um, Corey was talking about a grill one night. He was like, (laughs) you know, like we need a barbecue grill. And I knew he was thinking about just going down and getting like a $20 grill just so we had something to, to cook outside with. And excuse me. Um, I was just like, I'm going to manifest a grill. (laughs) Like, that's my focus. I'm, I'm going to prove to myself that I can totally do this by manifesting a barbecue grill. But I didn't say it, say anything to him. And the next day he calls me and he's like, we got a free grill. <laughs> you know, my immediate reaction was like, yes. <laughs> Even though I had no idea what he was about to bring home. And I figured it was like 
a cute little charcoal thing. And <laughs> he gets home with this monstrous shiny stainless steel thing. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, what is that? And where did that come from? And it was basically, he was building, you know, a multi, multi-million dollar home. And the guy who owned the place had decided that he wanted um, basically a smaller grill that was nicer. Like, oh my goodness, the thing he ended up getting was like top of the line and had like a marble insert and stuff. It was like, Corey was like, I've never seen a grill like that. It was crazy. But he had this, you know, this huge stainless steel grill that he's like, you know, it, I forget how much he said it originally cost. It was quite a bit of money, but he's like, I've got like no use for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's like, well, I've got no use for this and I don't want to deal with it. Who wants it? And Corey was the first one to be like, me, I'll take it. And so that was just kind of mind bending that, I mean, that, you know, one night I decide I'm going to manifest a grill and the next day it shows up and it doesn't just show up as like a little grill from Walmart or something. This was a, a, a big fancy, you know, nicest barbecue grill we've ever owned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looked just like that. So that was it. Like you said, it was a big stepping stone because it just showed me the power of that intention and having no hold on what came through. Because I honestly believe that if I had like held on to an image Mm -hmm. of like that cheap little grill like thinking that was a good stepping stone I think I would have messed up the energy of it definitely and that's I mean I think that's one of the things that we work on in that early part of manifest 10k is really just holding that big space not I'll be happy if just this little tiny thing shows up but what's right. that big what is it that you really want awesome so then um tell us about manifesting uh ten thousand dollars Manifesting $10,000 was uh, super funny looking back on it because <laughs> I didn't see it at first. That was what amused me um, or amuses me now about it, especially since, um, you know, you gave us the, the little award and it's like smack in front of my desk now because <laughs> <laughs> every time I find myself getting frustrated, like this isn't working, um, you know, the stuff that I think is supposed to be showing up isn't showing up. I can just like look straight ahead and it's like, okay, it's right there, you know, <laughs> there's my evidence. Um, because, you know, I'm doing all the manifesting work and my business was not changing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, kind of a, a different um, tangent to that was actually something else I discovered about my own fears surrounding being a successful business owner and looking back on it, it makes perfect sense but I'm still I'm doing all the manifesting work and I'd been talking to Corey about it and he started setting intentions of you know what next year I would like to make this much money mm -hmm. and seeing you know I don't even want to say seeing how he could make that happen because he wasn't where he was right then he didn't really see um, a lot of options other than what he was doing at the time, but just setting that, like, I really want to make this much money next year, and it's more than I've ever made, so that feels like a really big step, but man, that would be so cool, 
and just leaving it open to the universe to bring that in. And um, then this, again, it's the universe works in such cool roundabout ways. And it's a little like riding a roller coaster or something. Cause sometimes you're like, <laughs> you think so you're going that true. way and then you end up going this totally other direction. And if you're not trusting it, you can be like, well, what? No, this is not the direction we were supposed to go. And you can get so frustrated that you miss the fact that you're about to turn again. Yeah. And that's basically what happened because one of our um, suburbans had a problem and it was like, okay, you know, we have to get it fixed. And so Which basically- is, I wanna uh, just interrupt you because I think this is the point where a lot of people would go like, oh, it's not working. Like there's something wrong. We have to go like pay to have it fixed. And so I just want to highlight that is like, that's an easy place where I think people get off, um, mm -hmm. get off track. Is they're like, oh, like this, but continue your story because I know where it goes. And I know that it, it was absolutely everything working. Yeah. And, you know, and Cor Corey, uh, I will just say, <laughs> was really kind of my rock through this because I'm the one that's like, I'm very intense and I like, I want things to happen. And if we're going to make a plan, I want to just like, let's just go do it. And I have a tendency to, to get over, <laughs> you know, overzealous and impatient. And he's the one who's a little more Zen than me. And so when something happened to our, our truck, it was like, I'm like, oh my God, really? You know? And he's just like, eh, you know, it's an old truck. It happens. And yeah, we take it to, um, to the mechanic who just turns out to be a super nice guy and he and Corey get to chatting and um, that's where, and you know, the, the mechanic finds out what Corey does and he's suddenly like, hey, you know, I've actually got some other buddies and um, their shop wasn't far from the mechanic's shop, which is one reason why he knew him. And he's like, they're actually looking for some new, you know, skilled work because they've got a bunch of work and not enough guys to do it. And so that was how Corey ended up meeting the guys who um, ended up, I, I, I don't, I hate saying hiring because, you know, Corey is a, is a subcontractor for them. Mm -hmm. He is his own, his own general contractor. So he is his own boss. And that gave him the flexibility to look at the guys um, that he was working with who had run out of work, basically. Like it all kind of worked out perfectly because he looked at these other guys and went, this isn't working. I'm thinking about going and looking for, you know, other work. And he wasn't telling them, I'm not going to work with you anymore. It was just like, I'm going to go find side work. And then those guys basically ended up saying, well, we don't have anything for you. So just go. Mm -hmm. And he was able to step right in with these, these new guys who he gets along with better and they're building you know, quite the, the friendship and the camaraderie ship. And all of a sudden it was a $10 an hour raise overnight, basically. Right. And um, again, I wasn't really looking at it right at first in that, in that way. Like I knew this is great and it's totally cool that this came about and <laughs> you don't think your truck breaking is going to be a blessing, but that was how he met the guy who introduced us to <laughs> these you know, this new contracting company. And that was when he sat down and did the math and went, 
um, we just surpassed that goal of what I wanted to make yet next year and realized that basically overnight by allowing this stuff to happen and just kind of going with the opportunities when they showed up, all of a sudden, you know, $10,000 had just appeared on the horizon. Yeah. And, and, it, and I don't even want to say on the horizon because it's like we didn't get in a, in a big lump sum, but it was there. Yeah. And it was, it was a part of our lives now that we, we had more money coming in and it was, it was a substantial amount per year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and for, I mean, it was a substantial, it's, it's a substantial amount, I feel like for anyone. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it makes a huge difference in your life, right? Like, so for, I'm kind of a math um, geek, especially on the $10,000 number. So that's an average of $833 a month, right? That, um, that's life-changing for most people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, it, and it, it really has been because, you know, this time two years ago, or just, you know, just under two years ago when Brahm was really small, we weren't doing a lot of fun stuff. Like we went camping a couple times, but we really were kind of going without a lot of things that we wanted. And, you know, after the big crash in 2008, we were, we were kind of still in that point of like, just being happy to be surviving <laughs> and, and not like having to go, okay, what can we pay for this month? And what can't we, um, and yeah, this last year, like e even just the last couple months have been so much fun because we've been buying stuff for Brom because, you know, he's getting to that age where you can get him like the big cool toys that Corey, it, Corey is just as excited about as Brom. Right. Um, <laughs> and it's like being able to go, oh, this really cool thing is like 240 bucks on sale. Let's just go ahead and buy it yeah. before the price goes back up. And, um, and like I was telling you, uh, the like the food thing where it's like I can think back not that many years ago where I would have taken a pack of four and a half pounds of ground beef and made it stretch into at least five meals yeah like we would have gone without the most expensive ingredient and I would have just added more beans or something and now it's like eh, you know <laughs> four and a half pounds let's just make that into four meals um so it's it is. It's an amazing shift, and it changes the way we're eating. Um, you know, we're treating ourselves more. And I'm still, obviously, I try to be judicious about buying, buying stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's like we've eaten steak two times in the last week. Awesome. <laughs> like, I again, I found it. I I was willing to go look in the meat department and like, oh, what's on sale? Oh, hey, let's let's have steak. Um. And we've got plans to go camping a lot this year, which is something we didn't get to do at all last year because Corey was just hustling and paying off, paying off debts and, and things like that. We've eliminated two debts this year. Awesome. Because we didn't have any like huge debts, but we had like a lot of little ankle biter <laughs> type yeah. debts. Um, and one of them was a tax bill that we were just making payments on. And we finally got that done and out of our hair. And um, I forget what the other one was. It was another one. It was just, um, it was a small credit card. And all of a sudden it's like, there's another $100 a month that doesn't have to go 
to those. Yeah. And, um, you know, like the next one <laughs> is, is going to be huge for me to get off my back because I'm still like, it, it, it's a weird emotional one for me because we, um, we lost my dog very, very suddenly um, just before Brom was born. Uh-huh. So this is over two years ago. And the vet bills, we already had a payment plan with the vet on him. And we racked up like another $2,000 in tests and procedures trying to save him. And he still ended up passing away. <laughs> so we ended up with a huge vet bill. And we've just been paying on it for over two years. And he's not even here anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, so that's a big deal. Yeah. And so that's like the next one that we're going to hit with this extra money and just be like, let's just get this out of our hair. And I'm like... Uh, maybe I can finally like fully heal from losing my dog when we're not still paying for it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, it's sometimes it's those little things. It's noticing how you grocery shop is a little bit different. It's a little less stressed. Um, it's noticing I can get rid of this stupid debt that's making me crazy because every time the bill comes in, I'm reminded about my dead dog, you know, <laughs> yes, yeah. you know, and, and those memories can't just be good. It's, it's like a burden sitting in the back of your head. It's things like that, that you just, once you start taking control of your money story and how that, how you're bringing it in and letting the universe do its thing. Um, it's kind of hard to look around and see what area of our life it hasn't affected in some way. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. So what would you say is the biggest, uh, we have a few minutes left. What would you say is the biggest way or the, the biggest advice you would give somebody who's wants to change their money story or who is going through the process of changing their money story? Um, <laughs> biggest piece of advice I would probably say is listen to someone who's done it. Because that was, you know, and, and for me, working with people has so much to do with how you vibe with them. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny because like the couple other people that I like mentoring with on different things, you can like, you can look at me and look at them and you can tell why we get along. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we wear lots of black and we use too much bad language and you know, it's, <laughs> you know, it, it makes sense. And I think it's funny because me and you, it's not so like immediately obvious why we would get along, but I just, I liked your energy and I liked how you approached it because, um, I don't know, you, you are very big into like healing the money story without getting too deep into the past money story mm -hmm. and there's no judgment and it's fun and it's just, it's a lot of like, okay, how do we move forward? And, um, and I'm, and I'm not saying people have to have their life perfect to, to help other people. Obviously <laughs> I still struggle with my higher self stuff, but that's why I want to help other women. But one thing about like you is you actually lead a life that I want. You know, I don't want to live in the four seasons, <laughs> but I could, <laughs> not everybody I can, does. <laughs> yeah, I can look at that and go, she's running a life of freedom. And that's what I want. I want to be free to choose where I live and what I do on a daily basis. And 
So I really think my biggest piece of advice is don't try to do it on your own because it just, it doesn't work. <laughs> and if it does work, it takes <laughs> way longer than it needs to. Um, and I know I've mentioned this before, like when I got the, the little award, but my other big piece of advice is trust that it's happening. Mm. And don't get so caught up into seeing it. Like, I love journaling about what happens. And when you talk about the money, um, and now I've forgotten what you call it, there's evidence and there's... It's happening. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I love writing those things down, but at the same time, it doesn't really work to get too caught up into like... Mm -hmm trying to find the evidence it's like just just let the evidence happen yeah and note it and be grateful for it but don't try to force it and just trust that it's coming because again it's like our truck broke it would have been so easy to just be like <laughs> okay and you know say all the dirty words at the universe mm -hmm. but it's like you just it's better to just roll with it and trust that something's going to come and in that case, like if somebody had, had told you, you know, if somebody tells you your truck's going to break and <laughs> you're going to get this great new mechanic who then introduces you to the guys that are going to give you a $10 an hour raise, I think most people would be like, are you high? Right? <laughs> like, <what? laughs> that doesn't, doesn't make even make sense. <laughs> and, but that's, that's how the universe works. It's kind of backwards sometimes. And. But, you know, you get to look back and go, oh, I see what you did there. Okay. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so, yeah, those are, like, my biggest things is, like, get someone who can walk you through it. And, like, with you, that really, the Manifest 10K, that was really fantastic because it was so easy to just, like, do the emails and do the, the, the like, daily journaling and the homework and mm -hmm. stuff because especially, you know, with a new baby, that was just really convenient and there was no pressure. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like there's people that want to hear from you, but it's not like you're on a timetable here. Um, and I even still, I've saved all the emails and I still go back occasionally and start like going through them and, or like, I will open one randomly. I have no idea what's in there. It's just like day, whatever. And I will open it randomly and just do the homework just to kind of we respark that yeah so yeah like find someone who's who's done it and it's like and again I, I know a couple other people who do manifesting and and stuff and you know their lives aren't perfect um nobody's is <laughs> exactly and it's like but find someone who you vibe with mm -hmm. and whose work speaks to you and then trust that it's happening and don't give up because the evidence that you're looking for is not showing up because there's a very good chance that there's evidence over here that you're just not seeing yet. Like I would, like I did with Corey, that it was like, Oh my God, there was, there was the 10,000. I just didn't see it right at first because it wasn't coming into my business, but right. it did still show up and more and more, you know, doors of opportunity are opening for him right now that it's like, you know, in the next yes. three to five years, it's like our lives could look completely different. And that's aside from anything that happens in my business. That's just right. him. Yeah. And just so. getting on that path together. Um, 
So I do want to, um, yeah, and I would, I was going to say you said it, but I think the biggest thing is trusting and just keep going. It would have been easy to quit doing the work and go, this isn't working. And I know a lot of people do, um, but it was working. You just couldn't see how everything was being put together, you know, to make it happen. And uh, so I love that you highlighted that. I love that you shared your story with us. Um, so Lindsay is a, she's a $10,000 plus manifester. I look forward to giving her and Corey award after award after award uh, for more and more money. Uh, but real quick before we end up, if you vibe with Lindsay, I want to just give her a chance to, she's a new, very cool program. Um, just tell people where they can go find out more about you. Okay. Um, best place to start is just lindsayrainwater.com. Uh, that's where you kind of get a taste of the higher self work that I do. I do have a, a free meditation, which was built off of that experience that I had because it was so amazing and so eye-opening to just be able to meet my higher self that I'm like, I'm going to make a meditation and I want to give it to everybody because <laughs> I want everybody to experience this. So um, that's just on my homepage. And I do have a new program that is a 30-day immersion and we work together um, once a week. But Cassie, you actually kind of inspired how I set this program up because there's awesome. 30 days of homework. I love it. <laughs> you get an email every day. And um, it's the Bad B Immersion Program. And we help you find your, your inner Bad B. And that's at lindsayrainwater.com forward slash Bad B. Um, not for the not for the faint of heart who don't like swearing. <laughs> There's a lot of swearing on that page, <laughs> but that's my, you know. Now you know if you're Lindsay's client or not. <laughs> pretty you much. Like it, you probably, you know, you should check it out more. Yeah, but I really just recommend people start with that meditation because if you can get into that place and meet, you know, your mental manifestation of your higher self, it just changes everything about how you see yourself and who you have the potential to be and I think that that's that that in and of itself can be world-changing for people love it cool thank you so much for being here you can go to Lindsay it's with an e rainwater.com and find out more about Lindsay and of course if you want to join the manifest 10k course just go to manifest 10k.com thanks for being here thank you Lindsay thank you this was so much fun so good to talk to you Thanks for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest $10,000.